Hi, this is Front End Tech, episode number three. I'm Jonathan Suarez, and I'm with Stephen Morris. Hello. How you doing, Mr. Morris? Uh, living the dream, man. How was your week? Just it was so good. There's so much that came out. I mean, GamesCon was last night or yesterday. You catch that Destiny trailer? It looked really horror-y, dude. I was super into it. All the bodies floating in the air and stuff. Dude, yeah, and the the Vex coming out of the water, all creepy. Dude, the finishing moves. Shit. They looked really good. I'm afraid they're either gonna be too powerful or they're just gonna be worthless. <laughs> they're gonna be nerfed <laughs> immediately. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way it's gonna be like in between, or else people just won't use it. Titans fist. Havoc, please nerf. But this could be like the new move of disrespect if you think about it. If if it is shit and you kill somebody that way. <laughs> After you kill them, then do your finishing move. Yep. <laughs> do it on their ghost. Yeah, so no, that was a lot of fun. So I wanted to go over a couple things after getting the data from what we've released thus far. And it was about, we're at about 75% iPhone users. And mm-hmm. of that 75, 24% are using Apple Podcasts. That's it. That's weird. Yeah. So about almost 50 is overcast, which is how this all gets made. So mm-hmm. when we finish recording here and we get our files into Dropbox and then I throw them into Audacity, then I use four forecast which marco ahmet who developed overcast also has forecast which is a podcast editor and i'd throw them in there and overcast in my opinion and like this isn't an ad or like anything like that but overcast is such a better podcast player in my opinion than apple Podcasts. i'll have to give that a shot like call me a dinosaur like i am a dinosaur though because i've had the first i've had like what was your first life or what was your first smartphone rather i should ask oof uh i, I honestly don't remember see i had a i had an lg non-smartphone when i graduated from school in 2008 and then my first phone that I got was an iPhone 3G. So that's like I've been u- I've been on these apps before there was Overcast and Forecast. So I've been using Apple Podcasts for forever, but I'm not particularly happy with it. So Apple Podcasts is it's not good. So Apple Podcasts is one of the default apps that is downloaded to every iPhone that exists. It's just one of the default ones that you can get. You can delete it, but you just get it. It's the way it is. So a lot of people, and that's where the majority of listens take place for all most all podcasts they own about 80 percent well they coined the term so yeah right and podcast is a derivative of an ipod i'm that's how i'm I'm assuming it was the origin of the name i have no idea it makes sense this way in my mind at least i'm cool with it that's you heard it here first that's that's where podcast yeah i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna try this out so you said forecast over overcast overcast is the app cast okay yeah yeah so that's the app that i listen to all my podcasts on forecast is built by the same developer for podcast editing and you can put in chapter notes you can put in hyperlinks and stuff like that and also artwork take the file that you edit there and that's what you upload to whatever site you're hosting so overcast for me is what i've used for years only because overcast is such a smoother sound i guess that makes sense Uh, okay so they also have just downloaded it yeah so if you go into and i'll put in a uh, i'll put in a couple things in the show notes here so if you go into overcast and you just select a random episode and hit play. If you swipe over to the left, you'll see it'll have a few settings. So you can increase the playback speed, which is something that I don't know if Apple Podcasts even has, but if they do, it doesn't sound very good. It sounds kind of like YouTube where you increase the speed and it sounds terrible. Yeah, it sounds bad. Yeah, so that's one reason. But if you do it in Overcast,
honest, it sounds better. So they don't heighten the pitch. Yeah, it doesn't sound all hamstery. Oh. And then there's also smart speed, which is like a button you can click. And basically what that does is it takes out dead air in a normal podcast without, if say a random podcast just uploads their episode, but they don't edit a lot of the dead air space out. So where no one's talking and you just hear silence, it will just edit that out while you're listening to the podcast. That is, God, it's so nice when you can increase the playback speed and take out the dead airspace. That's pretty cool. That's pretty smart. Yeah, the podcast app, I don't believe does that at all. And that's kind of, that's really interesting. No, I know a couple others. I'm like Pocket Casts. They do. I don't use Pocket Casts, but I know that they're a frequent user for podcasts. But you know, like Spotify doesn't do any of that. Apple Podcasts doesn't do any of that. So yeah, that's that's I, that's what I would recommend. So if anybody's listening, I would honestly, 10 out of 10, recommend Overcast. Hands okay, down, yeah. without a doubt. I'm downloading all my serial killer podcasts right now. <laughs> <laughs> to overcast i'm gonna try it out tomorrow on my commute to work so that was one piece of follow-up i wanted to go over because i know that i wanted to talk about what we listen to podcasts on so last week we were talking about lg and their z design for their folding phone that's coming out <laughs> and now galaxy has a z fold that's rumored Interesting. and i think it's hilarious oh yeah and i think this one looks worse than lg's <laughs> is, is that weird mm, i don't know i mean lg yeah i guess their industrial design of their of their phones are not great if you think about it whereas samsung is popular for like i'm never gonna like a samsung phone one day we'll get traumatized i android i android no way never dude when it comes when it'll never come out dude we'll be like 80 remember when no at that point at that point if iMessage were to come out on android apple would have been dead for two years when they when they they released the bbm for for all other phones was it was it was literally after vm died as a company they're they're back now not to the heights that they were at before but you know i don't know man i can't ever okay so now on to this week's business so today we had apple finally released their news for their tv pricing and their arcade pricing it's official it is official Okay. Yep. So we're looking at $10 for the monthly price for their streaming and then five bucks a month for the Apple Arcade. Wow. Right? That is aggressive. That's an aggressive competitive price point. What's Netflix? 16? Dude, Netflix is dead, dude. Like, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, I'm hooked on this show right now. I don't know if you watch no, go ahead. Netflix shows. There's like three shows on Netflix that, well, since the Marvel shows are dead, like there's Glow. I love Glow. I love Stranger Things, obviously. And the new season of Mindhunter just came out but 16 like they're gonna have to is it 16 dollars is it really i was just guessing no no i think it is like if you want to stream 4k let me look this up because they just increased it i think wow but there's there's a there's a 4k hdr plan it's i think 15 yeah it's 15.99 a month see i was guessing 8.99 yeah you were guessing you were guessing and trying to make it as ridiculous as as you could and it's the truth i was gonna laugh at apple if that's what they ended up doing because that's (laughs) what that's what i was guessing that they would do. well that's what everybody would guess right it's apple you know yeah Whatever you're thinking, you're going to have to pay. Add like 30% on top of that. It's Apple tax. That's Apple. Yep. So. But wow, how about that? Yeah, $10 a month, man. And then you have $5 for their gaming, which. Dude, they're clamping down. Like, dude, they're doing those, the services. Uh, the, like, we were talking about their numbers last week, or was it the week four? I thought it was episode one. Yeah, how their services have overtaken the iPhone sales. If this doesn't solidify that in everyone's dude. mind, I don't know what will. And you know what? That could have been their excuse to go high on the prices for these services but they're like now we got clamped down that's awesome makes me want to get apple tv i don't have one i've always thought about getting one dude i don't either but like if it also 
so Apple TV, like, what is how does that work? The Apple TV subscription service. So Apple TV, you'll get you'll get their shows, their originals, and anything that they didn't produce, but they have on their oh the Steven Spielberg stuff mm-hmm. they announced. Okay, and then through the TV app, it'll also allow you to log into what other streaming or websites that you use to watch stuff. So you'll be able to put your Amazon Prime, your Hulu, your Disney Plus, but you won't be able to put your Netflix because Netflix was like, no, we don't want to be on Apple's thing for reasons, I assume, because they want to have everybody download their own app. Yeah. Which makes sense. But at this point, when you look at Disney Plus and what they're doing as far as pricing wise and now Apple, Netflix is going to have to make some serious changes. Otherwise, they're just going to keep sinking. Well, their uh, graphics been lowering the last year or so. I remember reading about that. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. Which is probably why they increased their prices. But that's not going to help them now. No, not anymore. And then, you know, when we were talking about Disney Plus, you know, Disney also announced the platforms that they're going to be allowing that to stream on. And it's basically all Apple tech, but no Amazon. That's interesting. Is there a reason why? Are they are they beefing for some reason? So I don't know. This is this is going to be this is going to be speculation time. Okay. So Apple and Amazon have a, we'll say a ridiculous qualm with one another. I only know of it vaguely through Audible. So okay. Audible is where I listen to all, like all my audiobooks. And in the Audible app through iOS, you can't buy books. Yeah, I know that because I tried getting an audiobook on my trip to Vermont this summer and it was like I had to buy it, I guess on Amazon. Yeah, you have, first. You either go to Amazon or you go to the Audible website. Either one, it's all Amazon. And the reason for this is because any purchases made in app, a portion of that purchase goes to Apple. And I think it's oh, 30. That's why. I think it's yeah. 30%. And Audible was just like, no, we're not, we're not going to do that. But they are owned by Amazon. And of course, Amazon is also doing their own streaming service and they have the Lord of the Rings thing coming out, not not yeah. too far off from now. So it makes sense to me that Apple maybe whispered in Disney's ear. Yeah, Disney's like, yo, we got your back. We got you, fam. You do whatever you want. <laughs> Just uh, those Amazon guys, tell Jeff to suck it. Wow. So that's my speculation. That's my guess. I mean, that makes sense, right? On a, on that scale. But this is just like a power move, like a backwards power move. Because I, I know Disney Plus is on everything else, right? Yeah. And they're also going to have a bundle with Hulu. So Amazon, the fire yeah. will also lose Hulu if they don't, if, if they haven't yet they will because disney owns hulu and they'll be bundling all those give me a world where the disney plus is included in the apple tv price and i'll be a li- well i'm already a lifer i'm stuck in the ecosystem <laughs> but you know what i mean I i'll say that i'm a lifer <laughs> No, that's, uh, man, I'm more Apple TV price. That's great. It's not much more than Disney Plus, and it's also not as much as Netflix. But also, yeah, because Disney Plus, you can get the, was it, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu for what, $12.99? Yes, sir. <sighs> yeah. Dude, competitive as hell. Yeah, I know I said it was like a bad thing. I've said it's a bad thing before that we have all these streaming services, but seeing all these companies go lower and lower in price and being super aggressive and competitive with each other is actually a really good thing yeah, that's, for the consumer. That's, that's how the market works more options leads to competition which leads to lower prices obviously this is an economics 101 but i mean that's yeah yeah totally and apple arcade too 4.99 yeah they released what? the beta yeah they released a beta to their employees to test it out for like 49 cents for this whole month so you have people that can access it for about 49 cents what they just give it to them for free like why did they charge them why did they charge them 50 cents like come on i got nothing I, I have no idea yeah like think about it yeah are you kidding me? Fifty cents? Come on. Thirty. It's the it's the Apple tax, man. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's thirty percent of the dollar that they could charge. <laughs> 
Like, are you shit? Like that? That's just that's bogus. Yeah. So. Yeah. That four ninety nine is super aggressive too, man. Yeah, and you know that that's gonna. Okay, we don't know. Are we getting a controller or anything? Like. Yeah, you'll be able to use like your Xbox controller. Oh yeah, or your you can use your controller. own controller. For, yep. With Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Can we use our scuff controllers? Yes, sir. Because that's Bluetooth. Yeah. So that's that's super cool. I can't wait to see if they decide to bundle it next month. Because I, I can't will. wait to see the uh, the titles that they're gonna put on it. I'm super interested. I'm super Sonic. interested now. That's all I want. I just want Sonic, and I want to play Knuckles. I want to do it on my... Oh, Sonic Mania? That's all I want. I could see that coming out on Apple Arcade. They got some really good publishers, so it'll be or some really good... Dude, um, they got comments. Hironobu, man. That guy's a legend. It's going to be really good. I mean, we also saw Stadia the other day and all the titles that they're mm. going to get. So yeah. that's... I love how, like... Yeah, because Gamescom was yesterday, right? It started yesterday. Mm-hmm. I love how one of the announcements was, oh, Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be out on Stadia. And everybody was like, who, who fuck? cares like nobody's gonna buy it on google stadia no because why was gonna buy a 400 gigabyte game and stream it like there's no possible way well yeah and then like you know earlier we were talking about destiny 2 and that was another one that they announced on stadia i'm like but why i mean i get i kind of get the appeal like because you know if i were to go on a on a a business trip or something and i don't want to bring my playstation with me which i never have and i never will that might not be terrible to load up google stadia to not miss a zer drop but nope (laughs) oh well i mean there's no way that The new exotics are going to drop from Zer immediately. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah of, see course, of course. I mean, it took a while to get the Forsaken exotics, but... No, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm talking about just in general. Yeah, that's... There's no way. I'm not going to play Destiny on my browser. Like, get out of here, man. I don't trust the Wi-Fi anywhere, especially if it's open. I'm just like... Mm-mm-mm-mm. See, Google Stadia is... They're, too, they're jumping the gun too early. They should wait until 5G is established. Where it's everywhere instead of... Where it's everywhere and they, and they have the pricings down. We'll have them in, our, in their homes. You know what I mean? That's like maybe three or four years out. I know Verizon and T-Mobile are testing that out, the whole home thing. Once people have 5G in their homes and on their phones and everything's just together, then yeah, Google Stadia is a great idea, but we're not there yet, you know? We have 5G in what, like four cities? Give or take. In the United States, yeah. But also you have to have a 5G compatible device. Exactly, yeah. That doesn't turn into liquid lava in your hand. Yeah, and that we're easily three or four years from all flagship devices being on 5G. Right, the 2020 iPhone, that's not going to have 5G. I know a lot of people want it to. There's no way. I don't. No I way. refuse. 2021. But yeah, 5G. That would be a really great idea, and I agree with you. Stadia. There's no Stadia. way. Yeah, they're too early, man. They're too early. It's a great idea, but nah. And that's why I like, you know, the Apple Arcade thing. It's not entirely streaming. You can play that on your TV. I mean, it's a. It's kind of a home run solution because all the hardware is already there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't have to. And especially for the iPad Pro, it is. Oh yeah, it looks great on that thing, huh? It's got a refresh rate of 120, so it's it's already built. It's already ready to go. The iPhone? Nah. So yeah. And I mean, I don't think Galaxy has a 120 anything. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they don't. I know their Note isn't. I thought the Note 10 was going to, but it didn't didn't have it nope that aura glow looks like 120 hertz though looking at that thing the what the uh the color that crazy color on the note 10 oh right the the mac the aura glow yeah it's pretty though it is really pretty oh man speaking of speaking of pretty colors did you hear that uh apple was talking about bringing back well okay not talking about but there's a rumor that they're gonna bring back the rainbow for their apple oh yeah i didn't i did see that somewhere right that's cool i would love to see like from the old school macs right the whole school uh macintosh computers that's that's pretty tight i would love to see that and i want i don't know if it would be a thing i mean we all know tim cook is very gay oh yeah yeah he's super gay and he's not hiding it we all know it's fine i would love to see that happen no not only that the apple in general has pride all 
all over their branding right now because you got the face on the Apple Watch, you have the the bands on there, the rainbow bands. Mm-hmm. We could I could totally see this happening. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be for like all devices. Oh, it could be a special one like the product red stuff that they have. Could be. It could be for. It could be just like a customization thing. So like for the AirPods, the second gen, quote second gen, one point five gen. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> for for those you once you get it if you get the uh the wireless charging case you can like add a free decal so you can like write whatever and that's old school too they i haven't i used to see those on the ipods back yeah, in the day i think mine i have my uh i have my ipod right here and yeah i still have an ipod get at me <laughs> yeah i have a 120 ipod classic right here 120 gigabyte man those actually go for a pretty penny i think on ebay i love this thing because people did i still remember where i was when i bought my first ipod i'll put a picture in the show notes of mine so happy but yeah yeah you can edit but i would see why i say that is i could see that being a like a customization thing on top of if you get like let's say it come it doesn't it comes with the best latest and greatest thing so like you can't get it on an 11 but you could get it on the iphone 12 and then it would just be like a customization thing on yeah. top of what you already have just to show off like hey no 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 i have i have this dude i'm og so look at me yeah no big deal. but on top or of pride that, could, or pride yeah could you imagine like the political implications if they decided oh, to man. do that as a like a major company hey man that'd be great then we could just weed out all the people we don't want <laughs> Or, you know, or all the poor people or that yeah but this isn't politics no 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 for sure i just <laughs> it's an amusing thought no but I'm, I'm all for it and even if you're if that's not your thing like if they give it like a, a retro look too that's kind of cool yeah and i also i like the streamlined look that apple has but i do want some color in some of my stuff that's why i get the space gray everything because i like the way the black looks yeah. instead of the white and you know you don't get all the and the great the great gold that they have the amazing gold huh? yep oh god but yeah, i'm gross. down i'm totally down with that i would get a rainbow apple tv <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think a lot of um i don't know how many of like the younger generations know about like the classic mac look and the rainbow but it would be really cool for those of us that do remember it how how good those look it'd just be fun oh man okay so moving on what else we got apple watch series 5 is this coming out this year yes sir yeah that'll be uh that'll be a next month thing i don't know what they're gonna do with the new watch because i think the series 4 looks pretty pretty good and i don't think a lot of people have very many complaints because it's a lot thinner you get more screen it's oled obviously it's got an ekg on it finally that's why we got my mom that yeah she's got more up-to-date tech than me we got her the, the new apple watch dude i have for, a series uh, three mother's day my parents both have the s4 and i i see it and i'm just hey but it's good the reason we got my sister and i got it for is because she lives alone and oh yeah they they sold me on that you know fall detection mm-hmm. call 911 if you don't answer it'll call it for you that's could save somebody's life so yeah you're we like yeah we're, we'll get this for you with the series five and then you know watch os6 you're gonna get you know sleep tracking so uh, if anything happens in the middle of light like say somebody has like sleep apnea Uh Mm-hmm. you know you'll be able to tell that's from their breathing patterns yeah that's pretty cool so it would be really cool and yeah like that is a great idea for older you know, that's people. where the all the innovation is going to come now with this with these wearables because this is kind of new newish still I, mean, I feel like we've come to a stopgap in phone technology yeah now it's just like who has a better cam because everything else is <laughs> everything else is literally like it's it's all good now pretty much compared to like 10 years ago but with these wa- with these watches it's like when your watch can tell if you if you have if you have afib or not like that's pretty ridiculous yeah and can call you know 911 and yeah. meet, like alert first responders and give your location
location. Like that is something that uh, a while back, I know that I can't remember how long ago, but I know John Oliver did uh, an episode of last week tonight about, it was not first responders, but it was the people that you call to get them to wherever you're at. Oh, the dispatchers or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. The dispatch, getting an exact location is so damn hard if you mm-hmm. don't know exactly where you're at or you're in an unfamiliar area. Pinpointing your location is so hard, but with these, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And that's that's fantastic. So, especially for, yeah, especially for your mom and my parents. That is, yeah, some, it's like a peace of mind. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, unfortunately, my, my father suffered from a fatal heart attack a few years ago. And who knows if the, you know, what, what could have happened if, if the first responders got there sooner or not. You never know. So, like, we were like, no. Not only that, but imagine, you know, obviously this is a what-if scenario and, you know, dragging you through this sucks. But I mean, you, could you imagine, you know, family in that scenario, but he could be alerted to, you know, a stopped up blood vessel Exactly. Somewhere. Right. Yeah. Because that's what that's like, people say that all the time. Like, you know, my watch told me that my heart rate was 200 and that's not normal and that I should see a doctor. And then yeah. the doctor says, oh, you could have had a heart attack an hour from now. Like if you didn't come in, yeah. like that's like, that's, that's really, you know. That's really where all this comes together, I think. Like, that's really amazing stuff that they're doing. Yeah, not only that, but, uh, you know, we have friends and family that uh, are diabetic. And I know that uh, a year ago or maybe longer, Apple was talking about they want to get to the point where they can detect blood glucose levels using an Apple Watch. Dude, that'd be crazy. You kidding me? Of course, it would be some kind of infrared yeah, have to be scanning, in but uh, that would be phenomenal because I know, A, buying insulin in America is bananas, Yeah. but also <laughs> having to prick yourself. Yeah, that's a huge hassle. Are you kidding me? Nobody likes that. Nobody no. would ever would ever enjoy that or be okay with that or would be okay without having to do that, you know? Yeah, I hate having to get my finger pricked when I'm donating blood, let alone <laughs> having to do that like five times a day so I make sure I don't die or lose a foot. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm right there in agreement with you. Having Apple being able to push this forward and not only just Apple, but all wearable technology being pushed forward by advances in medicine would be fantastic. That's awesome. It's great. I love it. I can't wait. I really look forward to it. So these watches, were, they're, looks like they're going titanium now? Yeah. So in the... Man, I don't know how this keeps happening, but we keep getting links through the OSs, okay. so the operating okay. system. Yeah. So. So the in one of the watch faces for Series Four in Watch OS Six, there is a so when you're when you're loading it up and pairing it to a new phone, it brings up two like different images and it'll show you what oh, yeah. type of phone you have. That's or what type of watch you're, you have. Uh, when you're pairing it to your phone mm-hmm. and stuff the first time, yeah. Yeah. So these came up. These showed 44 millimeter titanium case and 44 ceramic. Interesting. Are they going away from stainless steel? Is that what that means? I think these will be new ones. I think they're not getting rid of the other ones. These will just be added on top of. They'll probably just be more expensive for the Series Five. Yeah. Okay. But I would love to see ceramic. the The problem with the problem with these cases is that they're heavier. Mm and weight isn't everything with a watch the only problem is is because they're heavier and they're a little bit thicker the haptics are a little harder uh, harder to feel yeah. yeah so they would have to do something with the haptic feedback and make it a little stronger that way you get the same feel with you know a stronger thicker case than you do with a thinner lighter case so it really pounds my wrist when i when i get that words with friends notification right <laughs> gotcha it's, yeah man hey <laughs> check your email 
Okay, now I have to go put on a wrist brace because my wrist hurts. <laughs> no, that was just really cool. I, I look forward to more more options in buying things from Apple is always good. Of course, like they haven't always been about that, but I think in later years we're seeing more more variety. I mean, we saw that with the 10R where they brought yeah. a bunch of colors. Of course, neither one of us have the 10R, but I still can appreciate different case designs and different colors and stuff. Yeah, so I'm totally. I'm all about this. Anything to you know make you more happy to have whatever whatever device you have is is cool with me. So awesome. Next year there's rumors of a micro LED case or a micro LED screen instead of OLED for the the Series Six. So a lot of people love the OLED screen, which who doesn't? But an OLED isn't the best and the latest and greatest. You can always go smaller and you can always have a, you know, a better looking screen. So micro LED, cool. Yeah, that's pretty interesting, huh? I don't have much to say on it. I just think it's yeah. cool. I don't know if it's going to happen, but anything that makes the blacker, like like my screen darker and me able to save more battery power, cool. Yeah. That's all I'm about. That's pretty cool. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So what else we got? We got Sony's been coming out a lot the last couple days here. They bought uh, the game developer insomniac yeah they can i guess this was in this was inevitable, right? You think because, so? Because uh, Insomniac, they made they made the Spider-Man game, which was... Oh, no, this was not inevitable. I was thinking about... They did make Ratchet & Clank, but they also... I was thinking of another company, the company that did... What is the name of that PS4 game? Halo. Not Halo. We wish. We wish it was Halo. <laughs> it's all you, man. Golly, I forgot. Infamous. That's what I'm thinking of. I thought that Insomniac was the company that made Infamous, but it's not. I don't even know what game that is. Oh, Infamous is already owned by Sony. <laughs> Insomniac, though. <laughs> Insomniac, though, made Sunset Overdrive, which is interesting. That was a Xbox exclusive. Spider They made Spider-Man, which is a Sony exclusive, and also the Ratchet and Clank games and Spyro. And Medieval. They could have, yeah, they could have, this could have been in the running already. I could definitely see it. I could definitely for sure, especially, so I loved, loved, and I can't wait for Medieval to come back. That was one of my hands down most favoritest games, as well as Spyro. Like when they announced Spyro, I bought the trilogy immediately pre-ordered. It was like 30 bucks. So you're telling me that they're going to do Medieval as well. And then Sony owns them. Cool. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember this game. Yeah, man. And do you see what kind of gameplay that is? Third person. Third person. I know. Coming That's from me. weird that you're into that. I know <laughs> that I'm into it like some kind of kink. But yeah, I definitely, I love Medieval and I love Spyro. Both are third person games and I'm not usually a third person player. So I'm all down. I haven't played Spider-Man. Uh, all I hear is great things about it, but yeah, you I've, know. I've heard nothing. Jesse, we'll talk to him next week. He, he plays Spider-Man and he loves it. Of course he does. All my friends that have played it loved it and shame me for not playing it. I just, I'm just not. If it was Miles, I would play it. <laughs> oh man, I can't there you wait. Go. I, yeah, if they make a Miles game, yeah, I'm all about that. But I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of over Peter Parker. Let's be honest. If if they do a Spider Verse game, they should. That sounds fun, right? It just like imagine, you know, as the story progresses, you get to play different characters from different universes, and it just looks like a movie, right? Yeah, be great. But like when you're, what would be even better is like when you're playing that character, like your surroundings change to that like style of comic. It just be cool they could go yeah. like a billion different ways but man in light of the, your other horrible decisions as of late this one's actually uh, a pretty good one i have no idea what you're talking about but uh speaking of ps5 or ps4 ps5 
<laughs> Segway. Sony. For Sony. Segway. Speaking of Sony. So good at this. What do you got about PS5? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, uh, they clocked the download speeds for the the PlayStation 5. Finally. We finally actually have, like, concrete what it's going to Specs. be. Specs. Yeah. Two gigahertz. What? It's like... Okay. This is... I don't know, man. I can't believe them when they're, when they're blaming the tariffs now on the on the price hikes that might come about for the PS5. If they're using this kind of technology, like, there's no way. This has to be the I mean? Yeah, this has to be the reason we're going to get a $600 PlayStation. Ugh. And that's... That... It just... That's what I was saying. Like, so we were talking about this. I, I saw this and it, it just blew my mind about how fast that's going to be. And it makes so much sense when we're talking about, you know, the load times for Destiny and yeah. how, how like, most of my time is probably loading into mm. whatever. It takes days and days or you get black screened and you just you just have to wait. You can do whatever you want, pay your taxes, apply for jobs, play on your phone, <laughs> scroll Reddit. Who cares? By the uh, time you optimize get done, your loadout while you load into Crucible Match? Come on, man. We need those loading times. Maybe not, <laughs> okay. maybe not to the extent that we have them now, but, man, that's, like, going to be instant. Yeah, and, I mean, that's what they had. Like, the Spider-Man game, they loaded it on PlayStation 4 and PS5, and, it, like, the PS5, it was, like, under a second that it got you, like, you feel fast-traveled from one side of the map all the way to the other, and that's... <laughs> just imagine. Just imagine a game where you don't have to spend so much time loading. That's the thing, though. They they said the same stuff, like them and Microsoft said the same stuff when they uh, revealed the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. They're like, oh, there's not going to be no, any more loading screens. So, you know, I'll believe it when I see it with my own eyes. I'll I mean, I got it. a link for you, buddy. I'll send it to you. Well, I mean, this could be, that could be anything, man. That could be, <laughs> you know? <laughs> The, uh, what's his name? The guy from Square Enix that did the Tomb Raider game said that, that The Last of Us in-game footage is fake because it looks too good. He actually thinks that it's fake. So you don't know. You don't know. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it right in front of my face on my TV. Look, man, you don't even have to worry about it because Last of Us 2 isn't happening. Oh, yeah. They're going to cancel. They're going to cancel all that money they could be getting. It's not even that good. Anyways, uh, unpopular opinion. I'll let the internet crucify you for that one. It's okay. It'll happen. I'm not worried about it. But it, it gives me hope. Reddit, though. What is this? Dude. What is going on? So this, this was... This is so recent, and they're doing it as a trial. Reddit is starting to let "quote unquote" verified users live stream. It's gonna be like heavily monitored. What? <laughs> but as far as like us knowing how upvotes and downvotes and oh, in real time. Yeah, I don't know how what? any of that is going to work. Well, they have to. They have to innovate somehow, right? They're generating all this, all this money. Yeah, and they do have a lot of traffic. So this is kind of cool. I'm down with this. Yeah, the the obvious rules, you know, no pornography or illegal or dangerous. Well, That'll, that won't last long. They're gonna have to clamp down on that. Have to... I mean, it's it's only gonna be allowed in one subreddit. Oh, uh, like a live stream, one dedicated to live streaming only. Yeah. Um public access network but it'll be r slash pan p-a-n oh okay but uh we look at you know you have twitch you have youtube streaming you got mixer now mixer you have facebook you got mixer who bought they bought a person so they bought a person named ninja oh the ninja guy yeah yeah and i mean he's he's i don't think anybody knew that mixer even existed <laughs> exactly. before this happened that's why so. i think it's a good move but Microsoft. Uh, yeah, but they're gonna start, and then. Hey man, Halo's. Well, Halo lost their creative director, Halo Infinite. So that's not great, considering the game's supposed to come out next year, I believe. Yeah, and that hasn't been moved at all. Maybe they're. Maybe they'll just promote Ninja to creative director of Halo Infinite, since they're paying him that much. I just want a trailer for Halo. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, me too, right? He might be the. Re he that guy might have been the reason why we didn't. We don't have anything right now, which is probably why I got canned. So. Either that, or he was like doing things too close to Halo Five, which was trash. Which was bad. And he, yeah, he did do Halo 5. Mm-hmm. And it, of course, you know, he did do some good stuff, but can't excuse the bad stuff. I, I'm a huge fan of Halo. Huge. So I would love to see that. But as far as this Reddit thing goes, I don't know what their plan is because you have so many streaming services.
services already. And if this is their idea that they want to move forward into streaming. Yeah, this is weird. I'm on the public access network subreddit right now, trying to just see what's going on. It's just, it's just, it just looks weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, because I mean, the, the biggest key, the biggest feature that I love about Reddit is its anonymity. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what draws a lot of people to Reddit. You know, it, whether it's good or bad, Reddit is a place where no one knows you unless you let them know you, unless you tell them who you are. But there's no, there's no like friends. You don't have like a friends list and add all your family and friends and stuff. You just post and share and do whatever you want, good or bad. So, but Reddit also has like a, a unique voting system. You know, I'm just explaining this for like anybody that doesn't really have Reddit or kind of knows what Reddit is. There's a great video by CGP Gray, great YouTuber, who kind of explained it, the voting system as helium balloons. So every upvote adds a little helium and that either post or comment moves up a little. And every downvote takes away a little helium and moves it down in the comments or in the feed so you don't see it. And that's kind of how that works as indifferent to like Twitter or Facebook where it's whoever posted more recently, that's what you see or posted first that's what you see. So to do a, a streaming service, how that's going to work live, I don't I don't know because I don't know how you, if they move forward with this and eventually it goes to all subreddits, how this doesn't turn into like some porn circle jerk kind of thing, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, and then of course you have like the, the far left and far right politics stuff where they're just like amping each other up and causing fights and stuff. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't, this is going to be, have to be, uh, heavily moderated, heavily moderated. They're going to have to actually pay mods now with actual salaries to work. Well, yeah, but not only, not only the mods, but there's a, uh, an unspoken mods with mods Mm. that also happens. So like, that's a whole other issue. Crazy. Yeah. I just thought that this was a very, it's a very weird. I, I don't hate it, but I don't know how I feel about it yet. It just seems it just seems weird by Reddit yeah. to decide to do this when you already have so many other streaming services and how they do things. If Reddit thinks that they found a way to do it better and faster, cool. I look forward to the future. But if this is where like YouTubers decide to start going, are they going to have to start paying YouTubers kind of like YouTube does? Is that what their game is? Yeah. Because YouTubers get paid for their videos and their content yeah this is uh this is totally interesting and yeah this could be this could be this could end up being really bad too this could kill reddit but we'll see i have no idea it's uh it's super early and they're only doing it i think for a week and it's only in one subreddit so we'll see what happens and i look forward to seeing (laughs) you know i look forward to next week where we figure out what did end up happening and what they learned yeah but yeah speaking of streaming there was a study that came out about uh so recently in america uh, net neutrality was stricken down. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so when this happened, all the big cell carriers said that nothing was going to happen to your download speeds if and or upload speeds, but mostly focused on download when watching heavily tax like data that was heavily taxing on the service. And there was no throttling. They swore up, down, left, right, never going to throttle your data. Everything's fine. But of course it was AT&T. Oh, the liars. Liars. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and T-Mobile as well, which I think is hilarious because T-Mobile doesn't have a wide user base anyway, so who cares? (laughs) But AT&T, they are owned by Time Warner, so this to me isn't at all surprising. Time Warner is one step away from being Comcast. Yeah, no, you're right. Comcast were the ones that really led the charge to have net neutrality taken away. So to have AT&T claim, and uh, this article comes from Forbes, but the the research was done at the University of Massachusetts. Yeah, isn't that one, or a couple of them were from there? 
in that paper. Yeah. So basically they did a large scale study and they did uh, 650,000 tests in the United States from 2018 to 2019. And they, they found that AT&T, I'm quoting here, they reported throttled Netflix 70% of the time, YouTube 74% of the time, wow. but didn't slow Amazon Prime Video hmm, at all. Interesting. Yeah, that begs the question, does Amazon have like a stake in AT&T? Like, do they, does Amazon pay AT&T for top, top-notch service when people are streaming on Amazon Prime? I don't know, but it, it, I could see it. All the, all the really big companies know of one another and how they do business and stuff. So it's not a huge leap to see that. But, and then we look at this, T-Mobile throttled Prime Video 51% of the time, but didn't bother with Skype. What? and only slowed down Vimeo. Wow, that's yeah. weird. So if you, and of course, like these are, there are huge implications for what does this mean? Do we know? No, we have no idea. And AT&T swore to Forbes. They said, we are committed to an open internet. We don't block websites. We don't censor online content, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, they're going to say that nothing happened and they don't do any of this stuff. But 650,000 tests across yeah, the United States. It's a pretty big sample size. That is a big number. And to find 70% of that... And and 74% of that, they found AT&T was slowing that down. That is a big number, big numbers. So I'm sure that there would be more more research done into this. It's It goes to show what happens when net neutrality is taken away and you give the power to the company to be honest with your download speeds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that my service provider is perfect. Of course they're not. And neither is my my broadband provider. They're definitely not perfect. And when you choose a company, you have to give a little trust. But I don't know how AT&T has such a large customer base when they are actually Satan. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't I, I can't explain it. It just goes into feeding my own my own biases. Like I, I stopped using AT&T years ago when I was like paying my monthly bill was like 160 bucks. Yeah, this that's is crazy. bananas. So this just goes into that. But uh, yeah, I just find it scary. Well, hopefully this, you know, hopefully this ruffles some feathers and, you know, forces some, some change, some results. I'd really like to hope so. I, I would like to see. I, I mean, I don't understand why you throttle data. I don't know. I kind of, uh, I kind of, I kind of get it, right? Go ahead. It's kind of like people are like you have a habit house and people are throwing parties at your house but you don't it's not for like it doesn't benefit you at all right so if people are just streaming netflix constantly and using up all of your all of your spectrum then of course they're going to be upset about that but there's got to be there's got to be a line right there has to be some middle ground that they can they can meet at see and this is why this is why fiber is such a great idea and why i ha i still have no idea why it's not being widely implemented okay obviously it's expensive we know that but fiber itself is like made of glass and you send the signal through that glass and so you can have multiple providers going down the same tube yeah so you wouldn't have to have you know if you decide to switch from AT&T to you know we'll say Comcast just two off the top of my head when that happens you have to pay somebody to come to your house change something out in your socket then if you want access in another part of your house you have to pay them more money to fix that one so you can have another access point instead if your house is completely wired for fiber and you have a glass network under your city. All you do is you switch providers and that's it. Nobody has to come to your house. You just get access. 
that's it. They just move you over. And so like this goes back to what we were talking earlier, competition. Competition brings price down. Yeah. Right now, that's not a thing because we use it copper. Pushes, it pushes better service and lowers prices. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to pay for it. That's why we have yeah. Verizon Fios basically died. Yeah. It's available in like a couple cities, but that's it. They stop. And Google Fiber is available in some big cities, but not throughout the big cities. You don't have it everywhere. And they basically stop too, because it is expensive as hell to lay glass down for an entire city and yeah. wire every single house and every single business. So it's it's disheartening. Even though the even though the materials itself are actually cheaper. Yeah, super cheap. And they last longer. They uh, can absorb wear and tear. Like overall, it, it's the same problem we're having right now with, you know, electric cars. Yeah. Electric cars are better. They require less maintenance. More practical. but Less gross. You don't have to like change the oil every, you know, few thousand miles. You just keep going. And I think that it's a, it's a cultural shift, basically. Right now we're having that. And a bunch of big car companies are choosing to make electric vehicles because they know that it is the future. And they also want to see, they also want to compete with Tesla. Now, Will they ever be Tesla? No. There is, it's again, going back to something we were talking about earlier, it's a status symbol. We were talking about why do you think some people have Apple devices and some people have Samsung devices or Android phones? And I think it is a status symbol. Well, I don't want to get too deep into that, but I think it's the same thing with Tesla and having like a, a Dodge. Yeah. It's, I have this thing because I like the way it feels, the way it looks, but I also like the way I look to it's other also- people. I mean, they also made a luxury car brand too, right? It's not its not like an everyday beater car that Tesla makes. Like they make a luxury vehicle, so obviously it's going to have a status attached to it. Yeah, and the, the Model 3 is basically four families. And then the Y that comes out, you know, whenever Elon time comes out, I think is going to be a sedan. So you'll have a definite family car then. And so I think a lot of big car companies are seeing this as Tesla moving in on their territory when it comes to like the family vehicle. Yeah, there was that whole controversy in I think New York like Long Island or maybe it was just New York City where the workforce that sells cars up there like tried to sue Tesla because <laughs> because Tesla you can just buy your car like from a store in the mall you know what I mean so it was like everybody was like pissed off that they don't have to try that is my favorite thing <laughs> it is my favorite thing about Tesla and here's why so what a lot of people don't know and of course, this is a wide tangent that we've gone on, but I think it's really cool. So what a lot of people don't know is car lots have kind of a... Uh unspoken monopoly when it comes to the city that they operate in. You can only operate in that city if you obey like the city's demands and similarly the state's demands and regulations to have a car lot there. I want to say it was Arizona that refused to allow Tesla cars to be sold there. If you live in Arizona, you cannot buy a Tesla car. I think it's Arizona. That's messed up. They won't let Tesla, you can't buy one. So you have to go out of state, get your Tesla, and then you can bring it in. But they won't let you because of the car lots there. And so the fact that you can order this online in this free market online and just order it and they will deliver it to you is really cool. But it does cut in on the territory of the manufacturers and the car lots that get a cut of the the purchases and the sales. So I believe that 100% that that happened. The downside is uh, you will lose. Sorry for you guys. But uh, in the end, combustion cars, it can't last. Not the way uh, things are going. So yeah, no, it was just a wicked tangent that we were on. I didn't have anything else to say. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. I said everything I wanted to say. I just wasn't sure if you wanted to talk about Tesla cars for a little bit. <laughs> no, I, I did. I, I, it didn't matter to me, but I was, uh, yeah, okay. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's all we had? Yeah, I, I don't have anything else uh, other than... Should we close it out somehow? I just uh, or... figured uh, if you had anything you wanted to 
get on record about GamesCon that you were excited about, and then we can close nah, on that? Nah, I mean, it's not E3, so it's like nothing really crazy was announced. Do you think E3 is going to be f- around forever, or do you think something new is going to come? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. They, they keep going back and forth between press only and open to the public, press only and then open to the public, but I don't know. But th- then again, everybody has their own cons now. Like BlizzCon and Guardian Con. <laughs> well, that's not really. That's more of a charity thing, I think. You shut your mouth. Guardian Con is real. It is real, but we yeah. need to go to Guardian Con one of these years. That needs to. That needs to be a thing. Actually, I'm. I, I was talking to my wife about that. Doing it next year, man. Yeah, we might. We might. Yeah. Because her her best friend lives in Tampa. That's like a couple hours away from Orlando. Yeah, a buddy of mine has family down there. He's from Orlando. And then Amir can come. He's got money, right? Well, yeah. I mean, he's basically gonna start working for Apple any day now. <laughs> we can only hope. So next yep. week we're gonna have a special guest. He's a good friend of both of ours. I've known I've known Jesse since the release of Call of Duty three? Black Ops three? And I've known Jesse since I joined No, since we started the new Destiny clan. <laughs> he, he was part of it. <laughs> So that's what a year, maybe not even. When did we start the clan? It was definitely last Probably year. Probably right? a little over a year now. It's, it actually might be two years now. What? No, 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 no. That's the the old clan that you were in, I think. But when we separated, oh, and started yeah, yeah, new yeah. One, yeah. But you played with Jesse before, though. I don't know if I have. Hmm. But anyways, we've both known him for a pretty long time, and he's a really good friend of ours. And he's gonna be on next week, so we'll have a, a trifecta going, and so it should be a lot of fun. We'll be talking about some different things and how that goes so look forward to that happening and i can't wait to see what comes of that we'll have a lot to talk about all right sounds good all right my good sir i will see you later see you later okay bye